Welcome to Dear Diaries Wife School, sharing God's blueprint for kingdom marriages. I'm your host, Rosabee Theok, and you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and our website at www.deardiaries.co. Stay tuned. Hi, my name is Rosabee Theok, and welcome to Dear Diaries. This class and this episode is inspired by... Um, always inspired by Holy Spirit but what I want to say is that I was in prayer and I was praying for my God-ordained spouse and while I was praying for my God-ordained spouse and just um, the way I love to pray is I would listen to pray according to how I feel Holy Spirit is leading me to pray the words to say how to say it when to say it and things of that nature. And sometimes um, I'll even listen out for when he wants me to speak it out, you know? So I'm just super dependent on the Holy Spirit. That's the way I wanna live. That's the way that I, I live the best. And so I am grateful for the partnership of Holy Spirit, especially during prayer. So, As I said, I was praying for my God-ordained spouse, and as I was praying, I kept hearing, it is for my covenant. It is for the covenant. It is for the covenant. It is for the covenant. And God began to speak to me so that I can understand what it is that he mean when he says it is for the covenant. And, And I love this because every time God and I have these type of discussions is not all the time. So let me say that it's not all the time, but sometimes he'll tell me throughout our own conversation, our own, um, you know, um, just partnering up what he wants me to release as a teaching or what he wants me to speak about on the podcast, because I never know what I'm going to speak about. And I've learned to just say yes and um, and just wait on him to give me the words and through our conversations or through whatever he wants to teach me through, then he'll say, this one is good for the world. This one is good for, you know, your listeners. So, um, so that happened today. And as I was praying, I'm gonna share this on both the wife school, Dear Diaries wife school, as well as Dear Diaries, sharing heaven one experience at a time. So those are the two podcasts and two um, playlists and channels that I have. Um, Dear Diaries, Wife School, and Dear Diaries, sharing heaven one experience at a time. And so each of those channels have different things, but you can go and listen to it. Uh, Dear Diaries, Wife School, It's obvious it's about um, teachings that God has given me to share about marriage for the wives. And um, and then sharing heaven, Dear Diary, sharing heaven one experience at a time is really about living a supernatural life led by Holy Spirit and making it practical. So me sharing my experiences or bringing others on to share their experiences, we get to talk about what it what that looks like and so that you can get an understanding and make it a practical um, lifestyle for yourself because you know the Lord says the kingdom of 
God is at hand. So it's available to you right now. It's available right now. It's here. And so you can check that out as well. You can check out either one because this particular episode I will be posting on both um, both uh, channels or our playlist. As I was saying, so the reason why I'm saying this is because we know that there are covenant marriages, right, that God would bring us into. And then there are other covenants with God. The title of this episode for the podcast and for the YouTube is going to be, it's for the covenant. As I was praying, I heard the Lord keep repeating over and over, it's for the covenant, it's for the covenant, it's for the covenant. I said, God, why are you saying this to me? What is it this? What is it that you you want to relate to me about the covenant? Because Holy Spirit is giving me these words to pray and these things that I'm seeing in the Spirit to pray it out and prophesy it. And He keeps saying it's for the covenant. It's for the covenant. And so God began to say to me that everything that I'm doing, everything that I have done, everything that I have released, everything that every time I I cause a miracle to happen, I cause time and space to bend, to bring forth an instant promise, an instant answer, it's for my covenant. And, And then he began to show me when I cause angels to move, when I cause... You know, I cause um, a person's mind to shift when I cause a a heart to shift towards you, a heart to close, to open. Anything that I do, it's for the covenant. And and then he began to speak to me, ladies, about the marriage, guys, about your marriage, um, about the promises. And he said to me that when you pray. When you pray and you're praying according to my spirit, that's one. And then when you're praying in favor of my covenant that I have with you, you will experience instant answers. Now, when I was thinking about this before I recorded, first, basically, recognize that fishes 
to multiply me a multitude. You still have to believe that I'm the one who can cause you to walk on water. Yeah, I can do it. And maybe you're, you're praying according to what you hear, but do you believe me? Do you believe that I will do it for you? Do you believe that when I say instantly, that it really could happen instantly? And what he reminded me of was Elijah. And Elijah, not Elijah, but Elisha, Elisha prayed and asked God to open the eyes of his servant so that he could see that there were more for him than against him. So when he said that prayer, he wasn't saying to himself within himself, man, I really hope God would answer me right now and make my servant hear. He believed, he believed that God would do it and he believed that God would do it then and there. And so that's that childlike faith that God is, God has been asking us for. Can you believe God for the demonstration of now? Can you believe him for now? And even if he doesn't do it now, can you continue to develop your soul to believe him for now, to let that be a strong possibility or a fact that that is available to you, that instant demonstration, instant miracles, instant answers is available to you. Once you can develop yourself and believe that, then the sky's the limit for you and God can do and impart for you. So I heard the Lord say that. So when he said, if you partner up with me, and prayer and you ask me according and in favor of the covenant that you and I already have you will see heaven move for you the way you've never seen before and what he said to me while I was getting ready to record and setting up everything he said it's almost like giving you VIP access in the prayer line and I thought about it because last night I came in on a flight and there was, I, I was in zone one and I had my headphones on and I was sitting listening to music so I didn't hear them calling zone one. So they were already on the other zones, but there was another line for zone one. And I, they had a, a long line of other people in, in the zones that, you know, the other zones. And I just went, through zone one and he stopped taking them and told me to come so that I can get on the plane immediately and he reminded me of that and he said when you partner up with me and you pray according to what I'm saying you are standing righteously but when you are definitely praying in the area that supports the covenant that I have with you that favors the covenant that I have with you. And the reason why he says it favors it, think about it. When we pray, we are praying about ourselves. Oh God, fix my husband because he needs this. God, give me this money because I need it. God, do this because I need it. God, do so you're always thinking about yourself. But if you think about the covenant and the agreement 
I want to look up the definition of covenant and give that to you. Because the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, when you think about kingdom, there's so much legalities in the kingdom, even in the earthly realm. There are certain things that cannot be done because of the rules and the laws. So it's the same thing in the kingdom of God, even in the kingdom of darkness. They operate under the laws. We do not. And and we end up in a lot of trouble because we don't even know the laws. We don't know those things. And it says agreement, pledge, and alliance. Alliance of marriage, alliance of friendship. You have David and Jonathan who had an agreement with each other that David kept. Even when Jonathan died, David kept his covenant with Jonathan and he did not kill Jonathan's son. He did not break the promise, the agreement that he made with Jonathan when they were friends and alive and and they made an agreement about one another even though they were at war with each other as far as families go. His father Saul wanted to kill David but but Jonathan and David had a wonderful friendship that they had a covenant that despite of what was going on between his father and David that they made a promise with each other that they would not come against one another even in family one of the things that I see here is a treaty a compact an agreement between two parties so in order for a covenant to be fulfilled two people have to be in at least two people have to be in agreement and so when God said to me it's about my covenant it's about my covenant he's saying to me Roseby I am going to keep the end of my bargain. It's about my word. And I said, Lord, why is it that you, because what I felt and I didn't, I was like, I was unsure about this. Like, God, I know you love me and I know you love your people, but I'm, I'm getting this unction, this, this something that you're saying to me that a person may find hard to believe because we all know God loves us. And I heard God say that my covenant means more to me than you mean to me. And I said, why is that? And he said, because my word is a guarantee. My word you can believe in no matter what. And he gave me an example. He said, a man, A man may give you his word, but if his child is in jeopardy, he may negate and he may forget about his word, his promise to you in order to save his child. But God was saying to me that my word is more important. Because why? Because we are so used to people not keeping their word that And God is a God who cannot lie. So his word supersedes anything, his character, his love for us, anything. Why? Because he wants us to have absolute confidence in his word, absolute confidence in his agreement to you, his promise to you. And so he said to me, 
my word is more important to me than you mean to me. Because my word is everything. And you believing in me is not just because I love you, but because you know I'm a God who will not lie to you. And I will not go against the word that I have spoken, no matter what it is. You have assurance and confidence in me. And that I'm not emotional, but that my word will stand throughout all the ages. Throughout every prophecy that a man has spoken through anything, my word to you will stand. And if you read in the Bible... And I've been reading in the I've been reading the Bible in a different way. I've been reading in a way because I want to know the character and the nature of God. So I've been listening intently with the desire and with the intentions of knowing God's personality, his character, his mood, what would make him angry, what pleases him. So that's how I've been listening to the Bible lately because I want to know God. I want to please him. I want I want his nature and character to be the the anchor of my soul development. And so that's what I've been doing. And every place where I saw God speak, even when a child displeased him, a child of his servant, because every time the kids, the children of David, David was faithful to God, but his children, even Solomon, did not end his life being faithful to God. And God said to him, and, and it's the same example that he gave me before, he said that I will not remove all of the kingdom from the line of David because of my covenant with David because of my promise to David because you know if he was emotional he could have just took it but he made a promise he made a covenant an agreement with David that he would never remove the kingdom from David's bloodline so he left one and took the rest out and every time he would say it even even the next generation, whether they even knew about the covenant he had with David, he said, I would not do it because of my faithful servant, David, because of my covenant with David. So God's word means more to him. And he said, it is about the covenant. And so I'm saying to you, women, I'm saying to you, wives, when you are praying, when you are Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wanted to remind me of this as well. It's not only in your prayer. If you notice some of God's covenants, well, majority of God's covenants, it wasn't about what you prayed. It was about how you moved in the earth. It was about how you treated one another. Those were God's conditions in his covenant. So, your, your way of demonstrating to God that you are moving, your heart posture is in favor of the covenant, is in how you treat your husband. You're honoring your marriage covenant. Your marriage covenant. And I heard this before, and God is just saying to me, this is true. God wants you to be more co- 
concerned about protecting the marriage covenant than you are about one another. When you follow the covenant that of marriage that God, and you're like, well, Roseby, why the covenant more than one another? If you follow God's covenant for marriage, you will do right by one another. And I said, God, as I was getting ready again, I said, God, well, what is the covenant of marriage? And he said, if you don't know what that is, I implore you to go in the Bible and search what is the covenant and what is the what is the, the understanding that is written in the Bible concerning Christ and the bride. So God said to me, if you don't know what a, the marriage covenant is supposed to look like, what, what part of it are you supposed to honor? then go learn and study the parts where it talks about Christ and the bride, which is the church. And it's a symbolic representation of what marriage, a marriage covenant is supposed to look like. So that is the covenant of marriage. What is um, Christ doing as a representation of the husband? What is the wife doing as a representation of the, of the bride, the bride of Christ? Those are your ways of honoring, your respect, your love, and then the other things that God teaches. So you need to search scripture and what God says is the right way. So when you are behaving, speaking to your husband in that way, it moves you towards and in favor of the covenant of God. And so when you pray, you're praying to honor the covenant. You're praying to protect the covenant. So God said, when you are praying, women, wives, you are praying with the heart intentions to protect the covenant of marriage that you have with God. And you husbands are praying about the marriage covenant that you have with God. And that will keep you in alignment. That will keep you always moving towards one another because your objective is to protect the covenant of marriage that you have come into agreement with God in. Your agreement and your covenant of marriage was not just to one another, but it was to God. And he will do his part concerning your marriage when you are doing your part, not just in prayer, but in behavior, in heart posture. Do you honor your husband within your heart not just with your mouth, but in your heart, is there a place where you honor him? And if you honor him in your heart, then your mouth will speak and declare always that honor for him. And so you don't know what that covenant is? Search your scriptures, that's your homework. Search scripture. What is it that God or Jesus desired from his brides? What did that look like? That is what you're called to do. And that goes for any covenant outside of marriage with the Lord as well. He had them laid out. And so um, God said everything. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Again, he reminds me of another scripture. Hagar, 
there was a there was a, a promise that God gave to Abraham concerning his son Ishmael. And if you read the Bible, it says the angels of the Lord, the Lord sent the angels of the Lord to come to Hagar. Not because of Hagar crying, but because the son was crying. They heard the son's voice. Hagar was crying too. But God made a promise to Abraham concerning his son Ishmael. And so the provision came because of the covenant. That promise will come because of the covenant. The miracles will come because of the covenant. God says to you, it is because of the covenant. It is because of the covenant. And he wants us to realize that. He wants us to remember that. He wants our way of thinking, our ways of praying, our ways of being to protect the covenant, to favor the covenant that he has with you. It is that agreement that causes God to move mountains for you. It is because of that agreement you will see yourself doing things you've never expected, not because of your emotions. He doesn't move by your emotions. He moves because of his word, his promise, his covenant. So I am excited for you. I'm excited for me because I know that things are happening because of the Lord's covenant with me and with you. Till next time, my name is Rose Bithyak, and this is Dear Diary.